Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. CRISPR stands for Clustered Regularly Interspaced Short Palindromic Repeats. Long name, but easy to picture. The sequence is synonymous to a word processor for a book, the book being DNA, which allows scientists to not only read the book, but to also edit a specific passage of the book. Using CRISPR technology, DNA edits were performed on female twin embryos by Chinese scientist Jiang Kue, who has since lost his standing in the scientific community. Kashin Su Wei and Rasmus Nielsen from the University of California, Berkeley, followed up with the birth of the twins in an article published in the journal Nature Medicine and found a 21% increase in early mortality for the mutated genes. I'm Matthew Hall, and I visited Florian Merkel, a senior research associate at the Institute of Metabolic Science right here at the University of Cambridge, to further discuss the goal of Hayes' experiment. The stated goal of this was to make the twins resistant to HIV because they targeted and functionally got rid of a gene that HIV uses to infect immune cells. But this sounds like a very strange choice of a gene that you're going to use in human embryos. Really, this is something that everybody was afraid might happen by somebody, and it seems like the real reason was not to really provide any benefit to these children, but to prove that he could do this and that would he be the first one to actually do this. What about the gene makes the host resistant to HIV? The gene that this group knocked out or functionally ablated is called CCR5. This is a gene that's expressed on immune cells and has functional roles in the immune system. But it also happens to be what the HIV virus uses to infect those immune cells. You can think of HIV maybe as a, a boat that's floating around. It's looking for a place to dock. This gene product, this protein, provides a place for the boat to dock. If you got rid of that dock, now it can no longer enter the cell and infect the cell. Individuals who have a mutation in both copies of this gene are resistant to HIV. Are there any consequences caused by this double mutation? What this recent paper from Professor Nielsen and, and his group that recently came out in Nature Medicine has shown is that if you look at now large-sequenced human populations, you find that actually individuals who are lacking two functional copies of CCR5, and again, this is a naturally occurring mutation, that they have a higher mortality in adulthood that's associated with an increased risk of dying from influenza. Now, this risk isn't super high. This is about a full fourfold increased risk. It certainly doesn't mean that if you're lacking this gene that you're going to die of influenza, but it's a risk that we hadn't previously appreciated. And I think this really highlights the fact that there's so much of biology that we have left to discover, that there's a real hazard in tinkering with what we don't know in altering the human genome. Were we ready to test gene mutations on these twins? I don't think that we were. So any testing that's done in humans has very strict ethical guidelines, and, and there's a procedure that needs to be followed before anything is done, whether it's a drug trial 
or, or a transplantation of, of cells in regenerative medicine. So certainly something as drastic as altering the genome of an embryo and then transplanting that into a recipient to develop into a baby is a decision that he made on his own, is not something that has the support of the scientific community. Looking into the future for CRISPR technology, what landmarks do you personally believe need to be set in place before the technology can be used for human practice or human mutations? I think there are areas where CRISPR is being used to improve human medicine, and that's in regenerative medicine, where cells are being derived from stem cells um, and transplanted into humans to replace cells that are lost in disease or that are dysfunctional in disease. So this is currently going on to treat macular degeneration, Parkinson's disease, and diabetes. So these are areas of active research, but it is important to understand what are perhaps the unintended consequences of editing the cells with CRISPR before they go into individuals. That was Dr. Merkel from the Institute of Metabolic Science at the University of Cambridge reporting on the article published by Kashin Su Wei and Rasmus Nielsen in the journal Nature Medicine.